Do you know what? I've just realised, Home Time listeners, this is the last podcast uh, until Bush and I are reunited in the studio actually together. Wow, that's monumental, isn't it? It's been kind of like five and a half, six months of... Uh, weirdly talking into the wall here in my eldest daughter's bedroom. She's sick of me using this place as a place of work, actually. So <laughs> she'll be glad to get the uh, the storage space so she can put more Studio Ghibli characters onto this cupboard. Do you know what? I discovered uh, a news story the other day that said that the lockdown has, for some friendships, it strengthened them. But predominantly, it's weakened a lot of friendships. I'd like to conduct an experiment right now just to see where you and I are uh, as we come towards the end of this... Um, this separation that we've been going through. I've yeah. got a piece of paper in front of me, uh, uh-huh. a biro in my hand. I'm going to draw an item of clothing. I just want to see uh, what kind of telepathy we have. Uh, strength Ooh, of friendship. This right? is like the beginning of... Uh, you remember the beginning of Ghostbusters where they're trying to see whether people are clairvoyant by guessing what he's got there. Yeah. I think... Hang on, I'm, just, just drawing... I'm drawing it right now. So whilst I draw, you need to be thinking because, of course, you know, we're both... You know, this is the action happening right now. Okay. I think you've drawn a pair I've, of trousers. I've not finished, mate. I'm okay, still right, going. Okay. <laughs> it's a long. You're taking a long time to draw this. Whatever it is, you're gifted with drawing. Um, for me, doesn't sound like you are. By the sounds of this, it's harder work. Okay. <laughs> what have I drawn? I'm going to stick with my earlier thing. I think you've drawn a pair of trousers. I'm going to turn the notepad to producer Adem. What have I drawn? A pair of wire fronts. Damn, that's for nearly trousers. One step away from trousers. We're nearly there. Is <laughs> the podcast <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie? Absolute Radio. Home Time with Bush and Richie. One show, eight playlists. Starship, and we built this city on Absolute Radio. Red Hot Chili Peppers on Absolute Radio. Naughties. You can choose the soundtrack to the show this afternoon. Hello, Leon C. Well, 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 well. For Do you know the- what I just did? Do you know what I just did, Richie? I just pressed the mute button on my computer, which <laughs> is going to reinforce... <laughs> it's going to reinforce what I want to talk to people about right now, right? Oh. I shouted something out loud to myself today that I believe to be true, right? I have no luck with technology. <laughs> Because, actually, more specifically, I have no luck with printers. Uh, because when it comes to me and printers, I think I'm cursed. Uh, 2020, let me explain. 2020 has been a tale of two printers. So the first printer I bought, I mean, home printer that you would, like, you know, rig up to your computer. Yeah. It looks smart and brit- whatever. It was a great printer. Wouldn't print anything. Didn't want to print. Not interested in printing. It was like trying to get a teenager to get ready and, and get out of the house, that kind of thing. Like, it kept going, oh, all right then. And I was spending so much much money when it eventually did print on printer cartridges. It was constantly saying, oh, I'm running out. Printer's low, (laughs) running out. Uh, I used to call it Imelda Marcos because it was like like spending money on it all the time and like it had loads of shoes. One for the kids. One for the kids. I'm going to take dad action. That printer's time is up and getting a new one. And I took great pride in telling that other printer that its days were numbered and its, its lazy foot-dragging attitude had lost it its job. So I went and bought a new printer that arrived yesterday. Could I set the damn thing up so I could print on Wi-Fi? Not in a million years. Been swearing upstairs all day. Turns out, it turns out, and I didn't even know they did this, it turns out the printer doesn't do Wi-Fi. You have to plug your computer in with a wire like it's 1986. So you were trying to set this thing up thinking there was a wireless way of doing it, but the printer that you bought does not have a wireless capability. 
what on earth in 2020 still needs to be physically plugged in with a wire like that? I've called it everything. And the worst thing is, I haven't sold the other printer yet. It's sat there in the corner of the room. It's probably just completely taking the mickey out of me. Just smirking. So I, I, I do stick to this statement. I have no luck with printers. And I just want to hear from anyone today, right? If you feel that you're cursed with something, it could be anything, what do you have no luck with? Cursed pushchair, Bush. A cursed p- cursed pushchair. Uh, we are now on to our third set of harnesses uh, for this particular incarnation of Rocco's pushchair because we keep on shutting it and shutting the, the harness in the mechanism. Plastic snaps, can't fit him in anymore. Have to call them up again and ask for another set of harnesses. It's a cursed pushchair. So you've got no luck. You've got no luck when it comes to pushchairs. No you've got luck. No luck. No luck and, with push chairs. Shake your fist at the heavens. That's this first hour of the show. Shake your flipping fist. I've already muted myself and we haven't even got two songs in yet. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. What do you have no luck with? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Thursday afternoon, the no repeat guarantee. Nothing repeated while you listen at work, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. You're not touching that mute button again, are you? I'm nowhere near it, but I'll tell you a button I am going to touch, if you don't mind. I'm going to put the light on. It's really dark. What's going on? Is it the end of the world? I'm just going to put, literally one second, I'm putting the light on. Rain incoming. He literally has gone and gone to... I'm just going to put the big light on. I hate big light. There's something really weird about big light, isn't there? Particularly if you've got the big light on in the lounge, it makes you feel like your mum's going to start ironing and you've got to go back to school. Um, just talking about having no luck with printers, that's the uh, little first bit of uh, the show today. You know, give or take it. If you don't fancy it, then that's fine. <laughs> But um, if you've had no luck with something, anything, get in touch, get it off your chest. Uh, Neil says kettles are AKAR, which is a fantastic term. He says it's the annual kettle attrition rate. Mm. It's currently six, having destroyed three in six months. The latest being when I fumbled a new mirrored kettle, loved by my wife and daughter, against a granite work surface two days after arrival, shattering one side. Neil has no luck with kettles. Do do, do you know what? Do you know, I I can understand that one sounds fancy, and if you're talking granite and you're talking see-through, easy to smash. Quite how he's gone through two others in six months months what's he doing what's he doing to his kettle if he's breaking that many that's an, an acar an akar rate of six is through the roof that's very very high above the national average <laughs> charlie says i have no luck planning events literally nothing that's my fault most of the time everything just goes up in the air and winds me up i booked a hotel for my partner's 21st got there the hotel said reserved does not mean we reserved the room 210 pounds later she's got a hotel room and dinner wonderful weekend let's not mention the zoo the next day with no animals <laughs> oh no wow Darren says, I'm having no luck winning Absolute Radio competitions. Uh, Darren, look, that luck may change. Got some details about £120,000 very, very soon. Uh, Lee's hanging on. What do you have no luck with, Lee? Uh, Sunglasses, mate, in my car. (laughs) How many have you gone through? Well, I'm not responsible for sitting on all of them, but I've I've done one, but uh, the missus has sat on a couple uh, and one of me clumsy mates. And... They're never quite the same. You sort of bend them around. You never quite get them back in the um, in the right shape. No, when a human body's sat on a pair of sunglasses, I I would say it is difficult for them to get back to their better days. Yeah, uh, they're, they're cheap, so they're, you know it's not too much of a drama. Would you would you never have a fancy pair of sunglasses because of precisely this reason that you keep sitting on them? That's exactly right, mate. Yeah, I'm not I'm not forking out a lot of money on. Sunglasses, I've heard too many clumsy people. Lee, this is a, uh, a solutions show. Uh, can we put forward to you uh, sunglasses on a chain? Oh, yes. Oh, 
Oh, I, I, I don't think that would go down too well with going out in public, really. <laughs> oh, you'd be all right. What, what's your job? What do you do? I'm a painter decorator. You could be known as the uh, the painter and decorator, Larry Grayson. Another one for the oh, kids. Larry Grayson. Shut that door. <laughs> Thanks for the impression, Lee. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Hometime on a Thursday night uh, with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. I don't know how we got onto this, but we were just talking about uh, what was the most expensive umbrella. It's hell of a first hour of the show. Most expensive umbrella. Uh, a fella called, what's his name? What is his name? I think he's called Andy. Says, uh, guys, regarding the umbrella topic, I own a Skoda Superb, which has an umbrella in each door. So that works out of 15k for each umbrella although I've been reliably informed that Bentleys also have an umbrella in each door as well wow I didn't even know that any car did it let alone Skoda and Bentley which are very different ranges uh, ends of the race that's an amazing fact that's brilliant £15,000 per umbrella there's an expensive umbrella Uh, someone wasn't having any luck with their umbrellas we've been asking what you're not having any luck with at the moment what is it for you Cathy making carrot cake <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. It's my best friend's favourite birthday cake, and I can't. I just can't make it. I've given up now. Wow. So are you normally okay at baking stuff, but it's just carrot cake that maybe is your nemesis in terms of cakes? Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty good at baking, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> so well, what goes wrong with your carrot cake? Does it does it sink soggy bottom? I've seen plenty of bake offs. What goes wrong? Everything, everything, and anything. It can be kind of like it's going to caramelise. It's sunk, soggy bottom. It's just anything. So I just don't try anymore. And so, and when you have a cake that's a fail like this, do you do you refuse to show this to the public, or what happens with it? Yeah, I refuse. I didn't. T- I don't take it round. It just goes in the bin. That takes me back, actually, to that classic episode of Bake Off where something went so badly that they, the, the contestant did just literally chuck it in the bin. And then I think Paul Hollywood and, and Mary Berry had a right go at them saying, <laughs> what a waste, what have you done? At least serve us something. No, you can't. You just can't. Give it one more go. This weekend, bank holiday weekend, give it one more yeah. go. Really? Yes. Well, if it fails, it's coming to you. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Threats with cakes. Oh, yeah. love them. <laughs> Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you remember, Bush, yesterday on this show, you asked me out of nowhere. Actually, it wasn't out of nowhere because we were talking about Quasar. You asked me if I was to take my wife on in a head-to-head Quasar, who would win? Do you remember? Yeah, you were very, very confident. You also added the phrase that you moved in the shadows, which weirdly I went to bed thinking of as well. It just made me feel really uneasy. I asked the question when I got home last night, um, who would win uh, in a battle between uh, me and my wife? And she said that she wouldn't go to Quasar because she watched an episode of London's Burning and it put her off. What, so what, in, in an episode of London's Burning, uh, that something bad happened in a, in a quasar zone, is that the word? And then what, she watched that and thought, oh, I'm never doing it. That's not that. for me, yeah, basically. I mean, I've not seen this episode of London. I loved London's Burning, but I don't remember the quasar episode. But knowing what the programme was like, it was, it was probably nasty, but she's watching it. She's a good few years younger than me, so maybe a little bit more 
young and impressionable and watched it and thought, no, 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 I'm, I'm never going to Quasar because this episode of London's Burning has completely put me off. So now, I did... I'm not in the studio with you guys. Is this the theme music to London's Burning or are you watching the adult channel in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that channel is. No, no, this is definitely London's Burning. Yes, you're quite right. Love the saxophone. So I did wonder whether there's any other TV programmes that people have been... Well, that has put them off something. So Quasar for Natalie, because of London's Burning. <laughs> have you ever watched a TV show and it's put you off something? Well, what about going to play paintball was completely ruined after what happened to PJ's eyes from Biker Grove, Pete off PJ and Duncan. He got blinded, didn't he? Do you remember that? In about three minutes' time, I will get the Biker Grove mu- music for you and we will reminisce about just oh. that episode. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Is your biker growth music? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Denton Burn and I'm not coming back. <laughs> Jim, are they always threatening to go to Denton Burn? Denton Burn, wasn't that the rival club? It was. I'm going to Denton Burn and I'm not coming back. <laughs> it's going to really play very well with your other half, that impression you've just done there. She will, she will absolutely love that. I, when we were up there during the holidays, I, I was telling her that I reckon I could live indigenously amongst the northeast people because <laughs> my accent's so good. <laughs> Uh, we want to hear from you this evening. What did telly put you off? So the reason the Biker Grove music is on here right now is because Biker Grove uh, put Bush off paintballing. My wife said to me last night that she won't go to Quasar because of an episode of London's Burning <laughs> that particularly scarred her. So if there's something that telly put you off, tell us about it. Alice has tweeted and says, I've never had a sunbed thanks to Final Destination. Not a movie I've watched, but I've just been filled in that something particularly gruesome happened, so I understand why she hasn't had a sunbed. I remember having a sunbed ages ago, and there is that moment when you kind of close the brevel on yourself. You think, if something goes wrong here, this is going to have quite a bad outcome. I think that's what happened in Final Destination. Is it? Well, uh, Gaz has tweeted to add an extra clarification onto the uh, Biker Grove thing. He says, I agree, but we must also remember that PJ was doubly unlucky in Biker Grove in that both Debbie and Amanda's stray shots caught him in the eyes. A single shot is bad, but two, that's just super unfortunate. Gaz very much defending paintballing there, which I respect him for. Uh, some, I've got two messages here from different Chris's on our social media channels. Chris, number one, says, I've never fancied doing the javelin after wh- what happened to that lad on 999. <laughs> That's when Michael Burke, wasn't it? it was, he just yeah. stood in front of like a burning car every week to scare the bejesus that out of you. It. And then another Chris says, Casualty, the TV show, put me off moths. There was an episode where one moth crawled into someone's ear whilst they were asleep. Oh, don't, don't, Dear don't, don't. don't. No, they're horrible creatures anyway. Cas- casualty, a lot of that reference coming in and also uh, another London's burning here. I was put off walking up swimming pool stairs after an episode of London's burning. Kid fell backwards and basically ripped his leg. How does that happen on London's burning? That's not even a, a, a... Weird one. What was the, when was the last time he went upstairs in a swimming pool as well? What's going on with that? Um, Tom is hanging on. What did Telly put you off? Uh, it was uh, an advert in the 80s. And I think it was like one of those information adverts and I just seem to remember it being about an eye in and, some, and a kid pulls on the cord and when it falls off it takes a massive chunk out of a, 
no, a doll's head, and that always used to freak me out. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? There was a real... It's not the same now, but there was a real thing in the 80s and 70s of... Um, I don't mean the 1870s, like of yeah. government safety adverts on late at night, like a chip pan fire with someone putting a wet tea towel over the top and people going out on a boat, a cartoon of someone going out swimming after they've had their tea and then sinking and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, clearly people were just stupid in the 70s and 80s, whereas we're a lot more enlightened now. Tom, having been scarred then by this 1980s advert featuring the uh, the ill-fated doll's head and the iron, where are you with ironing in your later years? Well, I have to wear shirts for work, so I've got no choice but to iron them. And I'm, you know, I, I live by myself, so it's not like I can force anyone else to do it. <laughs> OK, well, listen, give us three rings ne- uh, next week. Let us know you're all right. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Colin's got in touch and says, I remember watching that very episode of London's Burning the first time round that you guys are talking about. He's 54 now. Uh, this is the uh, the episode of London's Burning uh, that centred around a, a Quasar centre uh, and uh, means that uh, my wife has said we'll never go to Quasar. She's been put off Quasar due to this one episode of London's burning. We're asking you what telly has put you off. <laughs> this text has come in. In 1967, a train derailed on Coronation Street, trapping Ina Sharples in the rubble. This person says, I was five and I've hated driving or walking under road oh. and rail bridges ever since. Ina Sharples in the rubble sounds like a Smith song. Uh, Andrea is another person who's been put off something because of Final Destination, says she won't go in a car wash. I dread to think what happened there. What happened? Weird, isn't it? They, I mean, I've not seen the movies or anything, but the first one, someone has an incident in in a tanning booth. Yes. And then a car wash. I'm going to look at our producer, Adem, who seems to have seen the movies. Did they go the same way? Yeah, the spinny things. Spinny things, apparently, Spin- mate. You can't. There's n- nothing bad can happen to you in a car wash. This is ri- absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Mark says that you've been framed as put him off garden furniture. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, what has telly put you off? Oh, God, watching Casualty when I was, a, I was a kid. I must have been about seven. And there was an episode where somebody was playing squash and they ran into the wall and the racket went through their throat. So no matter what oh. anybody will tell me about playing squash, there's no chance that I'll ever, ever play it even now. <laughs> what a horrible accent they must have like script writers who sit down and think these things up in casualty do you know what I mean yeah what is wrong with those people it's just wrong it was, I just remember it being so grim oh, it was awful uh, do you know what? I, I went through a phase of trying to take up squash um, and I won't play squash because it's exhausting <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? Isn't it horrible? It makes you have that. You know, sometimes when you do exercise and your face goes red, but you, around your eyes and your mouth go white, like an inverse panda or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freaks me out. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. First evening's Hometime Show. Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. So if you're listening to this and you've got a favourite local takeaway, Listen up, right? We are, our favourite local takeaway is a curry house down the road called the Taj Mahal here in Leon C. We always go there for our curries and stuff like that. Now, uh, every time we have a takeaway, I go through the same process. I Google the name of it. I have to Google the name of it. Then I scroll down on its actual website to the contact us menu bit, drop down bit, then I hit the phone number. And Joe, you know we had takeaway last night, Indian takeaway last night. And I was thinking to myself, this is a 15 step manoeuvre. This is ridiculous. I should just save the Taj Mahal phone number first name Taj second name Mahal 
uh, on my phone's address book and that made life easier but you know what I stopped myself from doing it there was something about having your local takeaway in your phone's address book that seems to cross a line makes you feel like you might be a bit I don't know, turning into latter days Elvis. Do you know what? Um, I do exactly the same as you with uh, our Italian, if I'm going to get a pizza. Exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Search for them online, go to the websites, click on the phone icon to actually call them. I've never thought, I've not gone the step further that you've thought of, of actually thinking, I'm going to save their number. But I think it's ingenious. I'd absolutely do that. Would you? I don't know. I feel it crosses the line. It's too familiar. I mean, you know, God forbid you put it on speed dial. Then I think you're like you're setting yourself up to fail. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. People listening to this now, have you got? Have you got like your local curry house or your local chippy or something like that? Actually saved in. Think about your phone address book as well. These are people you know or be professional people that you've booked to do different things like plumbers and you know John the roof, someone who fixes your roof. Should your local curry house be in there? That's the question. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Tom says, you guys have said takeaway so many damn times, we're now getting a takeaway this evening. <laughs> uh, but he does add, I will save the number of my phone because I'm sick of reading it off the menu like some sort of animal. And that's the question. Is it taking it too far to save your local takeaway's number as an actual contact in your phone? Well, Jane uh, has tweeted, she's waded way past that line, Bush. Uh, she says, I once got a Christmas card uh, from my oh. favourite takeaway. Too much. I'd have to move house or change restaurant. Actually, maybe change restaurant is easier. Uh, Robin's hanging on. Should Bush put the Taj Mahal into his phone book, Robin? Well, of course he should. I mean, you know, if it's a winning formula, you've got to, haven't you? You know what I mean? If you go to the same place all the time, it's just one of the things you've got to do. I mean, my favourite pizza restaurant I've used for the last 25 years. I know the number off by heart now. I always have the same thing as well. Deep pan super chick, extra sweet corn, extra pineapple. And I I walk for the door, she knows me the minute I walk in there. I've just got to say, mate, of all the pizzas in the world, you've gone for the worst topping. You've gone 25 years. Sweet corn and pineapple. What is wrong with you? You cannot beat pineapple. Uh, everybody says it. You can't beat pineapple on it. Loads of it as well. It's something I've had to make sure I'm going to get home, you know? Robin, I believe every word you've said, but I, I just want to test you. Tell us right now, what is the number of your local pizza place? So it's Pizza Town in St Ives. Right. And then phone number is 01480 494949. They've just got themselves wow. a free advert. Well done. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Our very own Dave Berry from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio has just sent us a tweet saying this, and this is amazing. He says, hey, boys, not only did I have my favourite Indian restaurant stored in my phone, but when I moved, about a month later, they texted me to see if I was OK. <laughs> That's next level. <laughs> Next level right there. It's brilliant. What a show it has been tonight. All these questions. And by the way, the answer, I think, was, wasn't it a £230 Alexander McQueen umbrella for the most expensive one? Imagine that, 230 quid for an umbrella. It's joking. Oh, there you go. But back to the takeaways and whether it, whether it's right to uh, put it in your phone book uh, or not. Lee is hanging on to talk to us, Bush. I believe... So, Lee, you've got a system. You do do this. What is it? It's everything comes under food. I do. So what, you do save things into your phone? Yeah, but first name food, and then everything else comes after. Kebab delivers, chips, all the important stuff, Richie. 
Right, so on your on your phone's address book, you've got food kebab, and then you've got... So the first name is food. You've got food chips. Yeah, food Indian, food delivers, Turkish, yeah, everything. So when you want All food, you just stuff. have to go to F, and that's, that's yeah, it. that's it. It's really easy. Right, you don't feel like that crosses the line in any way. It doesn't, you know, make you, you know, feel bad about yourself. This is just like, don't care. It's easy. Slightly dodgy, but very easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the home time, listeners. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. It's a Thursday night. If you've missed anything so far, don't forget you can grab it on the podcast. Uh, you might want to because this show has bumped around all sorts of topics tonight and we're still getting we're still getting things coming from you guys uh, about uh, telly, telly shows that put you off stuff for the rest of your life. Uh, this was after I brutally found out that uh, we won't be going to Quasar uh, because uh, my wife watched an episode many years years ago of London's burning that has put her off going to Quasar. Uh, Dean has tweeted in. Bush, have you seen this? It's a, it's a list of London's burning episodes. He's been onto Wikipedia. Some of the plot lines, they're, they're, they're chilling. Listen to this. 25th of January, 1998, episode 14. Blue Watcher called to help a man trapped in a telephone booth. <laughs> I mean, well, he's trapped in a telephone booth. That's unbelievable. This is reckless. Episode 3, 17th of September, 1995. Blue Watch play a football match and rescue a naked man trapped in his bathroom. Seems to be a bit of a theme going on there with those fellas. What's going on? Very unlucky about the Quasar, really. Uh, Susie says, uh, working from home in Brighton, I've never been able to eat oysters because I watched the World Oyster Eating Championships on telly when I was a kid. They were drinking pint glasses full of them and you could... <laughs> You could see them gagging whilst juices were dribbling down their chins. It made me feel so sick, I've never been able to touch them since. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. So there you go, another podcast in the bag. Uh, and what a fantastic little uh, clairvoyant competition from uh, Richie there, right at the beginning. We had to draw something and I had to guess what it was. Actually, do you want to end it with me drawing something to see whether you have the telepathy I was for really, it? really hoping you would. Yes, please. Okay, what, should we, what are we going to do? I am a clothing or what? Up to you. Up to you. Yeah, do, do, do clothing. Do clothing. Okay, I am a clothing. But you can't draw Y fronts because I did them earlier. Y fronts has been taken. Okay, fair enough. Um... Okay. Done. Well, that was quick. Um, Were you scribbling away in the background there? I no, I was cal- I was, like- yeah, I was colouring the Y of the Y fronts. <laughs> if anyone else watches, uh, my my partner Katie watches it all the time. It's called it's called like Hollywood clairvoyant or something like that. He goes and interviews all the stars and tells them stuff that clearly they've researched beforehand. <laughs> but he always has to scribble on a notepad when he does his clairvoyance, if that's a word. I think you have drawn a cravat. No. Oh, I thought the not. click of the fingers was a good one. Ah. Oh. Do you know what I've drawn? I've drawn uh, socks and sliders because that's what you were wearing when you were putting <laughs> the lime manure out in the back of your garden. <laughs> Hence wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. 
Ocean Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Phantom Music interviews. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Oh, right.